All right, we are back. Welcome to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Uh, thank you guys, of course, for continuing to listen. Um, thank you to everybody who uh, hit me up concerning last the last episode. I was going to say last week, but I took last week off. Um, yeah, thank you to everybody who... Um, who sent me a message, who shared the podcast out, or whatever you did. I got a bunch of really nice messages, um, and uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, I think I've learned this already, but, you know, obviously the title of the episode was very uh, revealing, that I was done with the radio station, so clearly people wanted to check it out. Uh, absolutely, 100% my most listened to. <laughs> Y'all are so nosy, but it's okay. Um, I appreciate everybody listening. And again, you know, thanks for the messages. And uh, I wish I could share some news about this new project that I'm working on, but it's just not there yet. Um, I did tell one or two people just to kind of get a feel for things, and uh, it seems like... People are excited about the new project. I think it's going to be fun. I think a lot of you guys will be into it as well. Excuse me. Um, but we're still very much in the beginning stages of figuring this project out. So I'm not going to say anything yet. But I did leave a few hints, a couple of teases online. So you might be able to figure it out. Either way, I'm hoping maybe... Next month, I'll be able to talk about it. I don't know. Hopefully, soon. I'm excited to talk about it. I want to talk about it. But there's only really been one meeting, and there's a lot of work to do. So we're just going to wait a little bit. And uh, when things are a little bit more finalized and ready to go, and you know we launch something, I'll be able to talk about it more. So we'll get there either way. Again, I appreciate everybody who hit me up um, regarding the last episode, Whoever, everybody who listened and shared it out. Uh, like I said, it was a big episode for the podcast, which is cool. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's check the notes here. Where are we at? Um, I could have sworn there was something else I wanted to talk about before we started, but I don't think, uh, I don't know. Um, all right, so let's see here. The first thing I want to talk about, uh, which it seems like a weird way to start a podcast by telling you to listen to another podcast, but that's just uh, that's just how things go around here. If you if you haven't listened to if you if you've never listened to uh, Dax Shepard's podcast, I don't listen to every episode. I'm definitely a fan, but you know it's like everything else. There's a million podcasts. There's a million things to do. Um, obviously I don't have time to listen to every episode. A lot of the guests aren't that interesting to me, but he does a really great podcast. So I don't know, maybe some of them would be more interesting to you. Either way, he did an episode recently called day seven or seven days, something like that. Referring to the fact that he relapsed, the guy had been sober for 16 years and he did an entire episode basically 
breaking down the process of relapsing and, you know, lying to people. It was, it's just like, I mean, look, 16 years is an incredible run. And, you know, you're going to have slip ups, I, I would imagine. Um, that's, I would assume, part of being an addict is not being perfect. But if you're looking for an incredible hour of conversation between him and his co-host, I mean, the dude is just so incredibly honest. It's absolutely incredible. It's so interesting to listen to. One of the reasons why I think he's such an interesting dude is because of how honest he is. I think it has something to do with being sober. I really do believe, I really feel like people, especially addicts, once they get sober, are the most interesting, honest people, especially people that are performers. You know, the guy's obviously a writer and a director and an actor and now a podcast host. So he's an interesting dude. But then on top of that, just being, you know, a drug addict and being sober for so long, you know, he really is just brutally honest in this hour conversation. And you don't have to be like struggling with sobriety or be sober or be an addict to listen to this episode. It's just it's such an interesting point of view to hear somebody who's been working on sobriety for 16 years to fuck up like that and then be able to just sit down and I mean the dude has a massive audience there's just so many different aspects and he talks about it in the episode but you know he's got a family he's got a very famous wife who obviously is also going to be affected by the fact that he relapsed you know people are going to want to talk to her about it it doesn't just affect him so Look, I mean, he could have just kept it to himself. He didn't have to do a podcast about it. Obviously, I get it. I'm sure it was probably his most listened to episode or one of them. Um, From the little research that I did, he's got an audience of like 20 million people that are listening to his podcast. So, you know, to be that vulnerable and open and honest is just a rare thing to find on a podcast or just anywhere in life in general. So if you're looking for an incredible hour um, of podcasting, I definitely recommend it. And look, also, if you're like dealing with stuff or you're thinking about, you know, getting sober or you think you might, whatever, that that's the episode to listen to. It's extremely, extremely interesting and just emotional and it's 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 an incredible piece of work and i couldn't recommend it enough i listened to it twice <laughs> not back to back but i mean i listened to it more than one time already that's how interesting it is um so yeah that's my first piece of uh the podcast today is to check out Dax Shepard's podcast uh, it's called Armchair Expert, and the episode's called Day 7, I believe. Uh, yeah, so go check that out. Super, super interesting. Um, and then, of course, I mean, how could we not talk about this? But the president has COVID. <laughs> I know it's... I shouldn't be laughing. It's such a weird thing. I know. I've Clearly, I've been vocal. I believe there was a episode where I did make a list of everyone who I wanted to get COVID and of course he was on it and I will note that 
I am aware now that there are people that listen to this podcast who are going to vote for Trump. <laughs> I have found, I didn't I didn't realize that no one really had, had reached out before. Obviously, I had said things before, but it has been brought to my attention now. There are people that listen to this podcast that do support him or at least are going to vote for him or whatever. And look, I mean, I've been very clear on my opinions and how I feel about him and everything that comes along with him. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, people can vote for whoever they want. So look, you do your thing. I'm just glad people are voting, of course. It's a tough situation, but look, as long just vote. That's that's what's important. But um yes, there are people that were not thrilled with my opinions, and that's fine. And um Nobody was like hostile or aggressive or angry, you know, it was nothing like that. But, you know, there's people that have opinions that aren't the same as mine. And of course, they that, that that's normal and that's okay. But I did make a list of people I wanted to get COVID and Trump now has it or had it or I don't know. The, th the whole thing is so weird. First of all, if you're not on Twitter, you're fucking up because the moment it was announced that he tested positive... Twitter just lit on fire. It was just, I mean, the internet is incredible. They're, they're just so quick. And uh, there's really no place better to be <laughs> than on Twitter when the president, you know, tests positive for COVID. Um, just not only just because of all the information you get, but just because people are fucking hilarious. And the internet is brutal. And, uh, you know, the memes are just incredible. So... Okay, let's start with the fact that there's already rumors that, what, he had it during the de the first presidential debate, which, whatever, no one's going to be able to prove anything. It's like, what, I, there, I feel like there's so many things people ask or talk about, and it's like, you're never going to get that information, so whatever, move on, let's just keep going here. But it is super fucked up, obviously, and not surprising that he probably tested positive or knew he was around people who tested positive and still just went to the debate, which is which was a fucking nightmare. Um, I don't understand why we even have debates anymore, especially during this, at least for this election. I understand maybe lower level debates um even the, the vice presidential debate was like, I skimmed through some clips and it's like, all right, again, you, I would assume most people, 99% of people have to know who they're voting for at this point. I mean, who could possibly be on the fence still? I just don't get it. But anyway, I don't understand. And of course, it's like, Everyone, and this drives me insane too, but everyone's like, I can't believe how Trump just keeps interrupting people and, you know, he wouldn't let Biden talk and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how quickly does everyone forget? I mean, the entire, I mean, I, what, what was there three of them, two or three of them between him and Hillary? It was the same thing. He wouldn't stop interrupting. He wouldn't give anyone else a chance to talk. I, I specifically remember watching the first one. And there being a part where, like, whoever was moderating was like, uh, hey, Donald, it's not your turn. 
if you have to tell the possible new president of the United States that you need to stop talking, it you shouldn't have to tell a presidential candidate it's not your turn. That's fucking insane. So, I mean, look, that should have been the first warning sign. But anyway, I can't watch. That just stresses me. Everyone's like, oh, it's funny. It's a drinking game. And I'm like, it's not funny. It's not. Him being incapable of having a conversation with another presidential candidate is not funny to me. It's not a drinking game. It's fucking depressing. (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, well, what else are you going to do? Like, I got a drink. And you're like, ugh. Don't watch it. Do anything else. I just don't get it. So, I mean, look, I didn't watch the debate. Of course, Saturday Night Live had to do their version of it. And, you know, everybody just sends you that. And they're like, this is and whatever. It's fine. Alec Baldwin is funny. He does a good Trump. I get it. Jim Carrey's a hero of mine. I absolutely love Jim Carrey. So it's cool that he's on Saturday Night Live and whatever. But. I don't know. It's like, it's just not funny at this point. It's fucking depressing. So, I don't know. The debates were a mess, and then Trump gets fucking COVID, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Now, of course, everyone's like, does he really have COVID? Because of who you couldn't put it past the guy to be like, we should tell everyone I got COVID. I'll go to the hospital for like three days. I'll fucking moonwalk on out of there, and then I'm the coolest. I beat COVID. It's and then he could just further push the narrative of it's uh, don't worry about it. I beat it. It's nothing. Of course, then you got to factor in the fact that he got flown in from you know from the White House in a helicopter straight to you know the best medical team probably in the country, <laughs> and he's getting you know the best care and whatever the fuck. We don't need to go over all that. But what? So he spent a couple of days in the hospital. He does that fucking, he gets in the the SUV. First of all, imagine being, a. and look, again, I'm aware now there are people listening who are on both sides. I don't want to be, I, I look, I'll try and be as respectful as I can. But imagine being the person who's like, Trump's in the hospital. We better get over there. I mean, there were people out there just standing in the streets. They had to like set up barricades because people were just out there, I don't know, trying to summon the cure. Like what what do you get from standing outside of the hospital that Trump's at? And then, of course, he fucking loves it. So what does he do? He gets in a, you know, an SUV with a bunch of other people who aren't sick and drives around in circles waving at people. I mean, what the fuck, man? (laughs) What a nightmare. Everything's a nightmare. So now what? He's back at the White House. Apparently, he's going to start getting back into a normal routine here soon. Apparently, he beat it. Now, I shared this on Twitter, and again, I'm sure not everybody is going to enjoy this, but of course, Herman Cain um, passed away at the end of July. I don't know what, I don't, he was like a former presidential candidate. I don't know what he did exactly. It doesn't matter. He did. But 
Herman Cain attempted or attempted uh, uh, attended a Trump rally, and thirty two days later he was dead. So I'm not saying Trump's gonna die, but if we went based around and again Herman Cain, I'm sure he got very great, very great. I'm sure he got incredible. Um, you know, medicines and healthcare. I'm sure he's got a great healthcare plan. I'm sure he was very well taken care of at the hospital. But if you're going off a timeline, which somebody built, <laughs> which I have, Trump is very much not out of the woods yet. So Herman Cain attended a Trump rally without a mask on June 24th. July 2nd, he tests positive for COVID-19. July 10th says he's improving. July 15th says his doctors seem happy. July 27th says he's getting really better. July 30th, he did. So if you're <laughs> still got your fingers crossed, rooting for, you know, team covid in this one very specific situation um then you know look it's not over yet <laughs> we could still we could still win this that's all i'm saying again whatever it's weird to be like i want someone to die but look if trump died i i would be we'd be fine we'd all be okay Everybody would. Non-supporters, supporters of Trump, we'd be fine. Everybody would be okay. I promise. It'd be fine. Now, granted, sure, I'd rather see him go to prison and, you know, his family, his, his sons. I'd love to see them all go to prison. All right, I'm talking about Trump too much. Either way, I'm just saying don't give up hope. <laughs> don't give up yet. Based off of this Herman Cain death timeline it ain't over yet we still got a shot at this um all right i'm done with trump talk that was a lot i'm sorry um so many other things i really we really just went too long on there i'm real sorry about that but you know had to be had to be i couldn't not talk about the president getting covid that's fucking crazy um also if you're in arizona listening to this you could vote now. Just heads up. You can now vote. Um, I got a little reminder in my mail yesterday telling me that my mail-in ballot should be arriving any day now. So if you've done the same, keep an eye on that. But you can vote now. So make sure you vote, please. Please, please, please. Um, also, vote for Mark Kelly. Give it a Google. All right. So we're done. Um, <laughs> can we talk about the fact that I was on one of my world famous anxiety walks? <laughs> I th I'm sure I've talked about this, but I go on these like long walks. It helps with my anxiety and panic attacks. And when I was a lot younger, I used to get very bad panic attacks, like crippling, like couldn't move very, very incredibly scary and overwhelming panic attacks. 
So I haven't had one in years. It's been a very long time since I've had anything close to that. Um, but something that I do to deal with that is I go on these walks, long walks, miles, miles and miles. Um, between four to five mile walks I'll go on. Obviously, when they, with the heat and stuff, it's a little more difficult. I, I have to go later at night, whatever. So, um, and then, of course, you know, it's like I, I do like the Papago stuff, which is nice, but sometimes I don't even want to do that. I'll literally just like walk in circles around my apartment complex. Anyway, I was on one of my many uh, panic, not panic, my anxiety walks, and you know, I've got my headphones in, I'm listening to whatever, and I turn the corner, and there's nine police cars. And it, look, sometimes the cops are in my apartment complex. I'm sure they're, it happens. I'm not saying, you know, um, I live in like this, I, I don't live in a crazy scary area, but whatever, the, the cops come sometimes. It's not uh, abnormal. But there was nine cop cars. So immediately I'm just like, someone's dead. Someone died. Something fucked up is happening. So, you know, I, I pull my headphones out just in case I got to <laughs> quickly, uh, you know, take action. And I keep walking. And as I walk further around this building, there is a man being handcuffed who, first of all, I was texting somebody about this. He looks like the chick from The Ring. I think that's the movie. Where's the one where the, the it's like this like the dead eyes girl with like the long black gross hair and she's like really pale? That's The Ring, right? Hold on. I should at least I think oh god. Uh I think that's it, right? Oh, boy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what he. This, that's what this dude looked like that was getting handcuffed. Long, greasy, gross black hair. And he was wearing, like, cut, cut jean shorts, no shoes, no shirt. And as the cop is handcuffing him, there's another cop walking next to him with a giant fucking pickaxe. You know, the one that you'd like, I, I don't even know, what, what do you use a pickaxe for? Like breaking, breaking up dirt, I guess? He, well, he was, he was using it to try and break into someone's apartment. Now, I don't know if this was like some crazy domestic dispute or maybe he got locked out of his apartment. I don't know what it was, but it was fucking ridiculous. The, it was like a giant, a giant pickaxe, like not like a little hold in one hand kind of thing. This was like two hands murder weapon. So, of course, I'm like nosy and I want to know what's going on. And I'm just walking. So, like, I try and make it look like, oh, I'm I'm going that same direction. And like, I try walking um, through like where the police are. And immediately one of the cops is like, hey, man, go. The, you got to go. In a, can you go another way? <laughs> I'm just like, okay, fine. But I I just I still just kind of like go the, the 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 long way around the same way and I get a good look and that's what I mean or that's what I'm saying he tried to break in because th this apartment door was just fucking beat in. 
And, you know, we, we don't have, like, steel doors or anything around here, There's but they're still pretty sturdy doors. This dude must have been going wild on this thing. I'm kind of bummed I didn't, like, cut the corner and just see him going to town on some door. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's, I, I don't have, there's not much more detail than that, unfortunately. I am surprised it didn't come up on my Citizen app. I don't know. Maybe I, I technically, I guess I should have put it on there, but I think you're supposed to do it for when it's happening. Um, if you don't have the Citizen app, don't get it. <laughs> I feel like I can't get rid of it now, but it's, I don't know. It's interesting. If you don't know what the Citizen app is, it's basically like a community watch app on your phone. Um, you know, it keeps like a police kind of record of what's been happening within like a certain radius of you. Um, here, let me see. I'm going to pull it up right now. And it just kind of gives you a report of what has been like reported in your area. So, okay, here we go. Updated within the last hour, 6.2 miles away, report of a house fire. All right, that's pretty normal. Uh, four hours ago, suspect in custody after search. That's pretty good. Uh, report of person armed with gun. That's a fun one. Um, it, you really don't realize how many things are happening around you with guns <laughs> until you get this app. Uh, smoke in building, vehicle fire, dumpster fire. Pedestrian struck by vehicle. That's a big one, too. People get hit by cars a lot. <laughs> I had no idea. But um, people get hit by cars a lot. Uh, and then an apartment fire and a vehicle collision. So not that bad. But sometimes there's just the craziest shit. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's interesting. If you want to know what's going on around you, uh, people will post like videos and stuff if they're around to what's going on. It also gives you like a pretty updated uh, uh, census of what's happening with COVID too in your area and whatever. Um, but anyway, <laughs> crazy dude with a pickaxe just kind of ruined my, uh, you know, it kind of ruins the vibe of the, uh, the anxiety walk when you see some dude who looks like he came straight out of a horror movie uh, attacking an apartment with a pickaxe. But anyway, um, there's a bunch of other stuff I want to talk about, but I don't know. We're already getting pretty deep in here. What else did I want to talk about? Um, all right. I guess there's only two other things. We can make this quick and we'll get up on out of here. Um, I got super excited because the Postal Service was teasing something. Um, if you listen to them, if you don't listen to them, the Postal Service um, is a, <laughs> it's a band from... The early 2000s? Shit, when did that album come out? Uh, 2003, Jesus Christ. All right, so yeah. So the Postal Service put out one album. It came out in 2003. Um, and then recently, obviously, there's been stuff going on in the news with the actual postal service. So it seemed appropriate for the postal service to make some sort of return. Uh, ben Gibbard of death cab for cutie is in the postal service. 
and he was doing all these live streams and performing music. So he like played a couple of songs and brought attention to some stuff. But then the Postal Service got on Instagram and started teasing um, something. So, of course, everyone's like, oh, maybe they'll do like some live stream performance. You know, they barely did any sort of performing with that, with the one album they put out. Um, maybe we're getting a new album from the Postal Service. You know, who knows? They could have written an album in the past six months or something. Anyway, I was extremely excited. I absolutely love the Postal Service. I can tell you. I remember exactly where I was the moment, the first time I ever heard them. I remember every detail. They're one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, I, was in, <laughs> I was in summer school. <laughs> Big surprise. 2003. So I was a freshman going into sophomore year, I guess. And I was in summer school because... You know, your boy wasn't super solid in school. But I was in summer school, and this kid that was sitting in front of me, uh, his name was Ivan Hernandez. <laughs> he was listening to the Postal Service. He had the CD. He had his little Sony Walkman, right? CD player? Walk, whatever. I'm a, You get it. And... He was listening to the Postal Service, and I was sitting behind him in class, and I don't know, we were like on break or free time, whatever it was. And he turns around, and we're talking and stuff, and we had been friendly, obviously, through the school year up until summer school. Uh, so we were talking, and he's listening to music, and I remember asking him, like, what are you listening to? And he goes, oh, I'm listening to this new band called the Postal Service. You, you should listen to them. They're amazing. And he gave me his headphones, and... It was like my brain exploded. I f absolutely, completely fell in love with it. Um, the entire album is so good. I'm 100% going to play a Postal Service song at the end of this episode. So so get ready for that. But I absolutely love the Postal Service. 100% completely all-time favorite bands, for sure. So... They post this thing on Instagram, teasing whatever, and I, you know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, please, new music doesn't have to be an album, three songs, a live whatever. I just want something. And then, of course, the next day, it's very underwhelming. Basically, and whatever, they're trying to promote voting in the post office and whatever, and it's great. I support it. But I think everybody was looking for something a little bit more. Basically, what they did was they recreated, um, they recreated a video that they did for Funny or Die, like I don't know, fifteen years ago. Also, remember Funny or Die? Is that even a thing anymore? Remember when that was like where you went? The internet is wild. <laughs> That's like where you went. To like get funny videos for a, a good chunk of the internet, right? It was it was like funny or die. That was the spot. That video of Will Ferrell like yelling with his baby landlord or whatever. So basically they recreated um, a video that they did for funny or die. Only they did it over Zoom, obviously. And it's like 
the Postal Service is looking for a ba- band members or whatever it is. The original Funny or Die video was they were the Postal Service was looking for the other half of the band. And it's, re- it's a really funny video. Um, there's a ton of incredible people in it. It's, it's really, it's, I went back and watched it um, after I was very disappointed <laughs> in uh, what they released. But the original video on Funny or Die is super funny. If you've never watched it, um, just g- Google Funny or Die, po- the Postal Service. Um, I have a clip here that I want to play for you from it because it's incredible. I mean, again, there's a ton of great people in the video. Tom DeLong is in it. Moby, um, Mark Marin, weird Al. There's so many good people in it. And that's the clip I'm going to show you. I, I was just going to show you the weird Al clip, but Mark Marin is on right before weird Al. So I figured we might as well just show you that too. Um, First of all, Mark Marin can really play guitar, which is, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but Mark Marin is a legitimate, like, great guitarist. Um, also, really quick, too, <laughs> the guy who plays um, the sub pop, like, record executive is this guy, John Daly. He's in the new one, which was cool, and he's in the original, a funnier die one. And he's like a relatively he's a he's an actor. He's in a, a ton of stuff. Um, he was in the show I'm Dying Up Here, and he's in a bunch of good movies and whatever. He's also a comedian, and he used to have this character that obviously would never work now. Um, but he used to do this character called Bill Cosby Bukowski, and it was a combination. Of, yes, Bill Cosby and Bukowski. <laughs> and he would do these things called Jaloams. Of course, you get it. They're, they're poems. Uh, um, <laughs> and it was just like, it was, he would do these, he would wear like a Bill Cosby type sweater. And just recite these insane poems that were just like very dark but funny, and then also referenced the Cosby show. <laughs> it was one of the weirdest character, like improv characters, sketch characters I've ever seen. Obviously, again, he stopped doing the character because Bill Cosby's a terrible person. But if you can get past that, I, I don't know if, if the videos exist anywhere on the internet. Who knows? They probably don't. But either way... <laughs> It was one of the most insane things I had ever witnessed. Um, Bill Cosby Bukowski. Anyway, the reason I want to show you this clip is because if you do know the Postal Service, and I'll play the song he's playing at the end of this episode, but Weird Al does his own version of the Postal Service, and it's fucking incredible. So let me see if I could pull that up really quick because... It's absolutely fantastic, and you need to hear it. Watch the whole video. The whole video is like <clears throat> the whole video is like uh, eight and a half minutes. So I'm not obviously I'm not going to play the whole 
thing, but I will play you Mark Marin and Weird Al because it's pretty pretty awesome. So here, let me see if I can find it. Name? My name's Mark. Mark. All right, show us what you got, bro. <clears throat> what do you need, man? A little of that? Oh, that was on purpose. What's your name? Jimmy. Jimmy. What? It's your band? Yeah. What do you play? It's computer music. Computer music. But like... You like that? <laughs> he likes that. That's hilarious. Why are you wasting my time? Name? Al. All right, Al. Let's see what you got. I've got it covered with cans of food, filtered water and pictures of you, and I'm not coming out till it's all over. And I'm looking through the glass where the light bends around the cracks, and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, pretending the echoes belong to someone. Someone I used to know. And we become serious when our bodies finally go bye 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 bye. What do you think? Maybe next time, Al. Is, is there going to be a next time? Nope. <laughs> I mean, come on. How incredible is that? I mean, you don't even have to be a Weird Al fan to enjoy that. <laughs> now, granted, I'm a very big Weird Al fan, so that made me very happy. I completely forgot that he was even in that. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so it's such a bummer. I really was hoping that we were getting a new album or at least some new music from the Postal Service, but we did not. Um, but what are you going to do? Um, I was going to play you one other thing, but we're kind of running out of time here. And it's like, I don't even... <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll save it for next week's episode. Um, yeah, I'll save it. So... Um, of course, we need to thank our sponsor, Paradise Adult Boutique. Please continue to support the people that support the podcast. Um, follow them on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. They are open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Wear your masks. Make sure you, uh, you know, comply with all of their rules and the regulations and uh you know pick yourself something pick yourself pick up well, pick something up for yourself that's what i was saying get yourself something fun get yourself something you and your partner could enjoy you know look again if you're like me you're spending a lot of time inside so why not spice things up have some fun enjoy yourself it could be it could all be over before you know it so um Thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique, for sponsoring the podcast. Again, follow them on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. They do a ton of great giveaways. You could win stuff just by following them on Twitter. 
Um, and then 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. If you're local, seven days a week, 11 a.m., 7 p.m., bring your mask and support Paradise Adult Boutique. Um, otherwise, keep uh, keep keep spreading the word. Keep telling you know your friends, whoever. Spread the podcast out. Leave a review if you can't. If you can, please do so. Um, oh, and then also, really quick, um, there's a new project that I've been working on for the entire summer, and it's finally out now. It's called Micro Audio, and it's basically like a great way for you to get updates and uh, kind of caught up on the news, um, you know, through your phone, basically. So it's like, uh, it's like, it's like uh, Apple Music or Spotify, but for your news. Uh, you can download it in the uh, Apple Store, the App Store, <laughs> the Apple Store. Uh, you could download it in the App Store right now. It's called, again, Micro Audio. Um, and yeah, so it's basically just like it's, it's, it's an app for you to keep updated on the news. And um, I've... You could, you could either read the stories or you can get a short audio summary and I voice the short audio summaries of the stories so you could just open the app you hit play you put your headphones in and you could listen to my sweet sweet voice keep you and update you on the news it's not just me there's a there's a a lovely woman who also voices stories as well um so if you can if there if that sounds interesting to you uh please download it um, leave a review on there as well. It, everything helps, but otherwise just keep, uh, keep supporting the podcast and, uh, keep, you know, doing it, doing whatever it is you're doing. I appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you guys so much. Of course, um, again, for all the nice comments and the messages and whatever, um, regarding the last episode. And, uh, I will talk to you guys next week.
bodies 